0: Enter by May 1st, and the winner will be announced on the May 8th episode. Disclaimer, $50 will be provided for transportation along with a $200 Applebee gift card. I love doing those fast read disclaimer things. Go give Fine Dining a listen. The search for the most mediocre restaurant in America. What's up, shitheads? Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty. It's me, oh boy the number one fuck boy. standing six foot two 298 pounds hailing from nassau county long island south shore of long south shore of nassau he is the age of aquarius beef beach himself Johnny G, the number one fuckboy upstairs, neighbors realizing now my windows are open. Also, joining me in the High Mighty Studios, is my newly signed co host, Arthur Gabers. Arthur, give him a shout out. Arthur, not currently in here. I just instinctively go to that part every time. Also, joining me in the High Mighty Studios, he is a podcast legend in front and behind the microphones. <laughs> He's a first time guest on this podcast. I've done all his dumb, weird podcasts. Uh, and when you, you know, you could see the title. The topic, and if you're gonna have someone talk about this topic on your podcast, if it can't be Rivers Cuomo, it better be from What's With These Homies Talking About Weezer, Matt Appadoggo.
1: Hello, the number two fuckboy is here <laughs> for it's real. Me. I'm so yeah. proud
0: to f- finally have my little number two here. Who does number <laughs> two work for? <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, I watched, I rewatched. All three Austin Powers in one day over quarantine and I, no no were you in,
0: were you at Guantanamo again?
1: <laughs> yeah, just stopping by. I, I was, was just
0: visiting an, an ant.
1: Yeah, I just had to just had to get in there. I yeah, I had a uh, misplaced a water bottle.
0: <laughs> they took it to pour on some terrorist head. Yeah, with it. <laughs>
1: yeah, it was they were using it, but I got it back. I had to wait, so I watched all it was an algae. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Look,
1: I had to go back and get it. That's a nice bottle. <laughs>
0: Apodaca talking Weezer today. Can you believe it? Can you believe here we are, a conversation we have had for minutes at a time off mic and for hours at a time on mic, finally happening here on High and Mighty because (laughs) we have a perfect news peg item to release an episode about. Wow. Yes, dude. We have a new Weezer album. Yeah. And I'm going to go out on a limb here, not a limb, but I'm going to go out and say, I'm not a fan of a lot of the middle albums, like you are. Like mm-hmm. you know, you're, but this one is a return to form. This one feels fucking good. It, and maybe it, I'm just like ways, giddy yeah. that it's new, but it feels better than Hurley, Maladroit, like all the like the last five.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's like it's such a weird thing because it's so sonically different. Yeah, but like tonally on the money like they like they really really like they did this weird like juggling act where it's all it's a 37 uh you know piece orchestra uh like accompanying weezer and it just and it it seems like something they should have done 10 albums ago like it seems like something they would have done already (laughs) uh but it's such a it's such a perfect move and like what's interesting about it too is that i've seen i mean it's like if you know we live in L.A., so like this is a thing that happens here, like uh, at the Hollywood Bowl. Yeah, there have been concerts where like Metallica plays with an orchestra, or like I saw Ben Folds and Elvis Costello with the L.A. Philharmonic at the. Hollywood I saw
0: Bowl. I saw 2001: A Space Odyssey with the live Shit. score from uh, the L.A. Philharmonic.
1: Yeah, that yeah. rules. So I've like I've seen they, like the
0: Danny Elfman movies with the live orchestra. It's yeah, fun. I went it's to, fun. to
1: the the Nightmare Before Christmas one, uh, and that's the, that's too. a blast. So it's fun, my wife's but,
0: like, favorite movie because she's a forty year old white my, woman.
1: <laughs> it's my mom's favorite movie, and I think it's just because deep down she's, like, a hot-topic uh, goth. Well,
0: <laughs> like, oh, yeah, you know? I mean, not Latin to stereotype, God. but Southern California Latinos are huge yeah. misfit heads. <laughs> she,
1: she, like, she she goes crazy for it. And, like, honestly, we've talked about this before, too. All my music taste is, like, from my mom. Uh But like, mom's like
0: three years older than me, or some shit. (laughs) (laughs)
1: uh, I won't say how old she is, but she's uh, you know, she'll hate that I'm saying she's older than you, but she's a little older than you. Um, but just a little bit, you're
0: young, and she was a young mom. I remember we, we talked about
1: this, yeah. Um, but like, I that's you know, all this stuff that's happening right now with not being able to go places is driving me nuts, but it's more driving me nuts that I can't see then perform this album at the Hollywood Bowl. It I know, right? this
0: would be so <laughs> rad, because the orchestra, uh, and for the listeners, uh, Matt, you might know this, but for the listeners, just to clue you in on even more comedy nerd connections with yeah. the Weezer, Kate McCucci of Garfunkel & Oates, her husband, yeah. is uh, produced this album. Yeah, One Jake of the producers, Sinclair. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah.
1: He has, like, he, I mean, he's produced a lot of, like, Follow-Boy and, like, um, uh, Panic at the Disco. Uh, and so, like, That's like those are like sort of like big like pop, like you know alt pop, uh sounds now and like but he's a huge Weezer guy like he um I was just listening to an interview with Rivers and he was like Jake was in a cover band called Wanna Beezer like he's like been like huge Weezer fan like for forever um and so like he did the White album also which was um now at this point like four albums ago yeah uh, which it. That's maybe one of my new newer favorite ones. Um, uh, that's and,
0: that's what I would refer to. And and forgive me, Jake. I haven't listened to it recently yeah. or that much when it came out. But that was my favorite of that span in between yes. Pinkerton. And I mean, I like the Green Album too. In between Green Album and current, uh, and currently, I'm a big fan. Like White Album is probably the strongest.
1: Yeah, and you know what though, I I will say everything will be all right in the end. If you haven't given that a spin, um. What's his That's name?
0: That's the last one, right?
1: Yeah, uh the one before the white album. Uh oh, and Rico Rico Kasich came back.
0: Oh, from yeah.
1: And, right. and 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 did that one with them again and uh whipped them in the shape and it was I I probably haven't been as excited. I mean, I'm always excited for a Weezer album. Like I like oh, I can't I like There's been a lot of Weezer stuff happening in quarantine for me. So like uh so like I'm always excited when new stuff is coming out, but I think this album, I was as excited for as I was for Everything Will Be Alright in the End. Like, that's how, like, because, like, with Everything all, it Will Be Alright in the End, they, like, put out all these, like, little video snippets. And, like, they had this, like, sort of, like, weird sort of, like, mythology building around the band. Like, there was, like, a story going through it and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, Like, I so, like, that this. was really cool for me, uh, just to be, like, a fan online. <laughs> and like But with this... With OK Human, they sort of like we all knew this was coming. Like, uh, they had to delay another album, Van Weezer, because uh, it was supposed to come out in May of last year, in advance of the Hell Omega tour, which was like Green Day, Fall Out Boy, and and Weezer. Looks uh, like that's
0: rescheduled to July at LA at Dodger Stadium.
1: Yeah, and I'm thinking there's just absolutely no fucking way. <laughs> like, there's yeah, like yeah. there's, I mean, unless they shut down a vaccine day. <laughs> for it i don't think it's gonna happen
0: right that would be a crazy move to be like we're taking vaccines off so four yeah. year old white guys can smoke pot yeah
1: yeah um but it, it's like so they delayed that album because it has like a more stadium rock vibe and they're like well we should put this out when we can do the songs that's and then so they put-
0: cool that's such a fucking smart move i mean that's privilege to have like enough yeah. of a fan base and enough like A lot of people are like bands are just crumbling in this era, but like Weezer being able to be like, all right, well, let's record a a pandemic album. No,
1: like let's put out this other album that we had ready to go. Like they like so they started on this album. Some of the songs date back like like a little ways, like not super far back, but like they had basically this germ of an idea started popping around in 2019. So like they but they did a lot more work on it during covid because they had time but like they recorded all the strings at abbey road like in 2019 like all that stuff was written so like what i had heard was they were like oh great we have okay human out like we we have we're like basically done with it and then green day hit them up and was like do you want to do this big tour and they're like okay well we just recorded the worst possible album to
0: play on to play at
1: dodger (laughs) stadium like we we, like that's not gonna fly (laughs) Uh, and so then they recorded uh, van weezer and then they were like okay well now there's a global pandemic we can't go anywhere so then they're like okay well now we have the worst album
0: <laughs> for that put out. <laughs> yeah. yeah for now
1: <laughs> so that they had to like sort of reassess and van weezer's coming out in may which has like a as you would imagine like a sort of like guitar heavy like van halen like oh, of inspired, course inspired yeah. yeah uh sound which i can't wait for i'm excited uh, Especially back to back with,
0: especially because they released this, I'm even more excited about the premise of Van Weezer, which I didn't yes. know about until this conversation.
1: So it's, it's well, it's like the song was in the credits for the new Bill, Bill and, and Ted, Ted movie. Yeah, yeah. Which there's like there's a, they released a couple songs, but like I'm just glad. I, it's just an exciting time to be a like a like a huge like weezer head because like literally so much is happening those things are happening they're dropping
0: two albums in one year that's like plenty like that's
1: (laughs) and he's like calling shots like for 2022 also he's like yeah we're gonna do four albums in 2022 one for each season and it'll be themed to like spring summer fall and winter uh i'm glad that they're
0: i'm glad that they're in like Fifty-year-old dad, uh, like concept album world. That's exciting to me.
1: Yeah, it's 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 it is funny for me to think about that. Like these guys that I respect so much are just like fifty-year-old dudes. Like right, and they yeah. they rule. Like they they make pretty. I mean. There's A, stuff a there's similar like,
0: parallel is, like, coming up at UCB and then, like, doing a tour with, like, M- Walsh, Ian, Besser, and Amy and just being uh, like, these 100%. are just adults who are, like, normal. And I'm like, you guys are the wild sketch comedy. And it's like, no, we're <laughs> 50-year-old people with families. Yeah, do you <laughs> guys like, want to oh, go right.
1: party? Like, no, we're going to have dinner and we're going to go to bed. <laughs>
0: yeah, you're like, oh, right, right, yeah, of course. Yeah, <laughs>
1: but, but, like, over, like, a couple months ago, Rivers... Like, Rivers has always been into, like, being engaged with the fans. Like, for the, for better or for worse, he's always yeah. been, like, like, logged on. Because, like, they got popular, like, when the internet was becoming, like, a bigger th- deal. You remember the Buddy Holly video is on, like, the Windows 95 CD?
0: Yes, it came like, with the disc. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, like, they've always been, like, like... I guess online. Like they've always been logged on, you know. They're uh, nerds.
0: They're n- it's it's a it's a little nerd rock, you know. Yeah. Rivers Rivers is a a rock star, but he is like a nerd. And so he went to Harvard after doing
1: a couple yeah. of albums. And doesn't everyone know <laughs> schools for fucking dorks? Yeah.
0: Schools for fucking d- extra school after you've Ex- been a rock star? Yeah. No That's way. a dork choice, bro.
1: Wait, I just heard him I hear so now he that like, uh, how
0: did this get played got super popular. You're thinking of going to get your masters.
1: Yeah, you know what I yeah I, I I'll see if they'll get, can give me another worthless English degree. <laughs> yeah. um, Stack them up. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but like they like he I was just listening to him on um Rick Rubin's podcast. So many Ricks. But um he oh
0: how is Rick Rubin's podcast? I've been meaning to listen to that.
1: It's you know I hate to say it's good because he is himself a very interesting man yes. and like has and knows so much about music and like musicians so he like knew the the funny thing about that interview is that he interviews rivers as if he there's a conspiracy that kurt cobain faked his death and became rivers cuomo to hide from the kurt cobain fame it's <laughs> so like he interviewed rivers as if that were true and like rivers played into it. it was like it was like weird but for someone who is like a recording like god like a like a music producer like Legend. Like, the True legend. legend yeah. He, he he sounded like complete shit. Like and it was like so like, all... he probably just like <laughs> lost his like recorded audio. Like and they had to use his Zoom. And like just as like a like somebody who has to do this professionally, I was like, this is ins- this is insane.
0: <laughs> oh man, imagine reaching out to Rick Rubin. Hey, listen to the most recent episode. See you having a little uh production issues. Let me know if you need a pro. <laughs>
1: yeah, like you know they sell my uh, good microphones that plug into a USB right like,
0: yeah he like probably has a palace in fucking malibu that you can go fucking uh record and hang out that oh would be, yeah that's a cool guy to like i mean i'm pretending that this will actually happen but that's a very cool guy to like l- be around right because he's got he's like weirdly spiritual he's got that crazy beard he's like he- yeah he's weirdly healthy but he's also talented and kind of a strange guy too like that's yeah, my favorite type of people
1: <laughs> it was also like he because he's so stoic i was not used to hearing him talk so much mm-hmm. like and i've been in the same room as him like i saw him at the when um uh mike d and ad rock did their like Beastie Boy's sketch show for the book that they had come out. Oh, right. Like I went to that. And uh, if I was there like, was
0: if there was one ticket sold to that, I would be able to guess that it was sold to you. <laughs>
1: like, be like, well, it was funny because like there were people that we knew there that I saw that I was excited to see like in the line. Yeah. But like, um, I like I was like, they absolutely sat me in the wrong spot because I was like sitting in front of like Roy Choi. I was sitting like near Spike <laughs> Jones, like I sat across the aisle from Rick. Ruben um, I <laughs> saw like awesome. Kathleen Hannah like talking with people I was like this is too this is insane that should so be awesome, here. yeah.
0: Um
1: but like I was you know of course freaking out like and then I regretted not turning around to tell Roy Choi that all his food fucking smacks like he's like oh yeah. god trying? like pot
0: high yeah. five.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, like dude, it's you, you fucking rule, dude. Uh, he knows. He, I don't yeah. need to tell him. Um, yeah, I mean,
0: he carries himself like he knows. I'm a huge yeah. Roy Choi fan. Huge Roy Choi fan as like a personality and yeah. his, and there his flavors
1: are more like chefs that I like fuck with more than like they're at, at this point, like entertainers and like comedians. Cause like, I was about
0: to say I'm more plugged into indie chefs than I am to like the upcoming comics.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, absolutely. But there's also like, like, um, there's an episode of chef's table with, um, Christina Tosi from milk bar. I who- love that. It's my favorite thing, and her advice about making cake—like, just go watch this if you're like listening to it. Because like, oh it's hell yeah, I
0: know exactly what you're talking about. Tell tell the listeners because this it's is basically motivation month just ended here on High and okay. Mighty. But this is inspirational. If I if I if you're talking about the Christine part, I, I think you're talking. It, about it like
1: it like I have goosebumps thinking about it because it's like my favorite it's better advice than I ever got in any improv class or any like acting class or anything like this. Yeah. And it's like, any she's therapy. talking, anything, <laughs> truly, because it's like, she's talking about, she makes cakes for a living and she like makes, like, she's a pastry chef and so she's talking about how if cakes. Not, and also,
0: listeners, if you're not familiar with Momofuku Milk Bar, yeah. get yourself that. If you have it, if you live in a major city, it's there, there might be deliveries and pop-ups. It's, if you don't know what we're talking about and, and you're an, all a fan of desserts, they're like the best desserts around. Get the milk
1: bar pie, they changed get it the from pie. a name not crack in, pie anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's not crack pie anymore. But it's it's re, you can get why they call it that, and you can also get why they changed the name. Yes, um, <laughs> it, it's very very good. Um, but her thing is, you need to make that like, cakes suck any like uh, mostly suck. They're boring. They are just frosting, and the frosting like hides the cake because the cake part of it is typically not the most exciting part. You get cake because you're like excited about eating frosting. But her thing, her thing, her philosophy is every bite of cake should be the most exciting bite of the cake. It shouldn't just be frosting. So, like, make the cake as good as you can make it. And, like, that to me is, like, make any – if you're putting, like, too much frosting on your, like, whatever your craft is, it's not good. So, like, make the thing you're trying to make as good as you can make it. Uh, Like the
0: old old corny joke, why don't we make the whole plane out of the black box? It's like, why don't we make the whole cake icing? It's like, no, that's nasty. But metaphorically, let's eat – uh, let's eat a, a cake of frosting.
1: There are so many, like, uh, you know, thirty-year-olds that I I've coached improv to uh, who got sick of me telling them about this clip. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm, you know, I'm twenty. I was like that time. I was like, I'm twenty-eight. Uh, will you please listen to me? <laughs> but they they didn't care. Trust um, me. <laughs> yeah, trust me. I think it's good. I've been um, watching
0: a lot of Chef's Table, so I'm ready to teach you guys improv.
1: Yeah, ex- exactly. They're like, um. So and so said this about, it. And I'm like, yeah, 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 they're they're fucking wrong. They're they're old and wrong. Don't do,
0: <laughs> the first season has that episode, I, and I don't remember anyone's names really, mm-hmm. uh, except for you know very famous ones. But like yeah. uh, the guy who cooked in Patagonia, like out in the yeah, nature, yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. dude is some fu- like that is my favorite episode because I'm like. I wanna live this dude's life. But then you hear like like halfway through it's like, well, his wife is like, yeah, he's been divorced three times. He's a piece of shit, husband, <laughs> father, because he then I'm like, Oh, that sounds even radder. <laughs> like, no the
1: responsibility.
0: Nan- and I'm just in the woods cooking fish. Hell yeah. The
1: the Nancy Silverton one is also really good. Um, and I that, worked at Moza for a, like while like that was coming like that while that came out. And oh, so, like, so fun. It was really cool because, like, it truly, like, I think dropped, like, the week I started working there. Uh, and so people, like, and I was answering phones and stuff. And they're, you're going to get a lot of phone calls right now because people are <laughs> yeah. watching this thing, you know? <laughs> and it was such a funny p- place to work. She was, like, she's I didn't get to work with her that closely because she was, like, gone a lot. And then she would come back. She was, like, yeah, I was away for like two months learning about salad in Thailand. And I was just like, that's what a life that fucking she, rules.
0: She fucking rules. And I don't know if I'm speaking out of turn here, but I have a fun Nancy Silverton story. I'll it. share with you. Uh, randomly flying the South by Southwest. Uh, I'm split by myself. I'm sitting in a middle seat next to this little nice woman. Yeah, I'm overwhelming her. We start we start talking. She's a CAA agent. I'm yeah. currently repped at CAA. I'm like, oh, that's funny. Small world. We connect, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I live in West Hollywood. She goes, oh, shit. Yeah, that's right by. My mom has a, a little restaurant in West Hollywood. And I'm like, uh-huh. oh, that's my mom. Oh, she's like, uh, have you eaten at Moats? I'm like, oh, yeah, it's so good. Blah, 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 we're talking. She's like, yeah, my mom works there. And I'm like, oh, so cool. That's that's rad, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And she's like, we should have a meeting when we get back. We, we grab a drink in South by to like, officially meet we're like oh yeah well let's meet up in she, uh, she's uh, this is vanessa she, silverton she's yeah. now on to other things but she's like bring your wife come out to dinner we can sit at the bar my mom is doing the cheese bar tonight Fuck at yeah. Moza, yeah. and yeah. i was like huh okay cool i don't know who nancy silverton is at this point because i'm yeah. only plugged into like new york restaurants i'm dumb yeah. and i'm not fully on so we me my wife tiffany and vanessa sit at the bar at Moza and are served hand-served cheese with explanations from this wonderfully quirky, intelligent, smart, talented lady who I don't know who she is at all. <laughs> and I'm like, Vanessa's mom is cool as fuck. Like we're in the cab dr- uh, in the Uber drunk going home and we're like, yeah. man, Vanessa's mom is cool as fuck. Cut to like eight months later, we're watching the first season of Chef's Table, which Nancy is, uh, is not... Subjected in, but yeah. she's interviewed in. Yeah. And she's talking about someone else. And I'm like, Tiffany? I pause it. I'm like, Isn't that? And it's like, Chef Owner <laughs> Moza La Brea Bakery. We were like, yeah. Oh my God. And we're such, we were like, We weren't, of, of course, we were not rude or, but like anything like no. that. But we would have been like, way it almost made us cooler that we didn't know because at the time she was like this couple was just like nice to meet you vanessa's mom and left
1: (laughs) that's fucking rules because and i also like just from being around her like she has like the vibe of like she just kind of like elevates everybody in it like she just makes every room like smarter and like more like efficient it's like whenever she was around everybody was just on their game all the time and i think she's like the only like genius I've ever met. Like, like in like people cavalierly throw around the word genius to describe people. But I think after I met her, I was like, Oh, I'm never saying that about anybody again. Like, because Uh, she's like the bar. Like that's, she's incredible.
0: I throw that word around a lot, but the one time I felt it like around someone was like, uh, Donald Glover come childish. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, yeah. was watching him do ham like sketch comedy, when he was 18 and I was like 22 or whatever and being lights out the funniest person at UCB and then giving up, giving up like to write, getting to write on 30 rock, wanting to act, getting on community and then wanting to get into hip hop and then doing childish campaign, and then wanting to create and coming back and doing Atlanta. But two separate times, I was just close to him early on in his sketch career. And then I saw me and, uh, friend of the pod, uh former guest and name drop extraordinaire over here. Adam Pally. We're at South by together wasted at a rap party where childish Gambino was performing before his album came out, before he was like, yeah. before he had a fucking killer album. And we were wasted, and we came up doing comedy with him. So, do you think we stood there and screamed Donald at him the whole time? Yes. Is that awful? <laughs> yes. Hindsight is twenty twenty. He loves we it. We are like, Donald! Holy <laughs> shit, Donald! And it was like, we left, and I was like, we were like in a rickshaw wasted, uh, and we we're like, I'm on one of those bike, you know, camp yeah. things in South by. And we we're like, yo, Donald is like, very good at music like, we're talking about it like that and then like cut to like six months later Childish Gambino album drops everyone yeah. who, who people who don't know anything about comedy know who he is and i'm like
1: holy shit that must have been such an interesting thing because like he truly like stopped doing improv like the second i start taking classes at ucb so like i never got to see him perform but i would see him like I saw him, like, at the back of, like, Nerd Melt when that was a place and stuff. And I, like, very sheepishly was like, hey, so, like, I really liked your mixtapes. Uh, like, and, like, was just, <laughs> yeah. like, very, like, it was, like, the one, like, I feel like that, like... Like, being in on Childish Gambino early and watching Arrested Development are the two things that I ever did, like, that I could say that I did before my friends. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like, (laughs) I watched the last four episodes of Arrested Development air on TV, like, during a block during the Olympics, because they, like, didn't care about... They just dumped (laughs) them in the middle of the afternoon. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And I was like, this is a a mistake. But... um, Hell so yeah. Weezer uh, but,
0: <laughs> back to Donald Glover
1: uh, I, but I was gonna, so, so I think I was saying a while ago that like it's an interesting time to be a Weezer fan because oh Rivers has always been online this is what I was saying and yes. he recently learned to code and like learned how to make his own website and so like he made his own website and was like making he had like first it was very just rudimentary just like a basic website and then he added like a chat function where then like you could like he would be on it, and you could chat with him. and like <laughs> and people were like just kind of helping him along with the like ma- like coding and teaching him things, and he was like literally like in a class <laughs> like to learn.: I how believe to do this. it. He, we,
0: we were throwing the word "genius around before, yeah. saying it's rare. I don't know if it's genius is the skill that Rivers has, but yeah. he reminds me of a lot of guys I know who are like. I think I want to learn how to snowboard. Holy shit, I'm really good at snowboarding. Yes. I think I want to learn how to shoot pool. I got really good at shooting pool. I want to learn. Like, I think Rivers is one of those guys where if he was like, yeah. I'm going to real. there's like that level of drive, ambition, and like, abil- and like flexibility that people require. And I think we see some of those people around like in comedy because that's one of their ventures as well. Yeah, it's like,
1: I'm always surprised uh, when I learned that like, an idiot that I know has this like other, like really like marketable skill. And I'm just like, right. Jesus Christ. How, like I've seen your ass. Like, what are you yeah, talking yeah. <laughs> You're
0: a lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 You write like these like beautiful songs. Like it's like really, really funny, <laughs> right, right. but like he like taught himself to code. And then he like made like a web store on his website. And then was like, I don't know what to do with this. And then he started to put demos out and he was like for purchase, which is like a great, Get rich over the quarantine scheme. Like, I we're not working right now. We're not touring. I gotta make some money. No shit. Yeah. So he was charged. Get so pumped he... for the
0: video tier of every podcast I have, as we can <laughs> figure out how to get another couple of bucks out of everybody.
1: <laughs> but like he, like he went through all, everything that he had, like and just and and cataloged it, and like by era. So, like there's stuff from before Weezer, there's stuff from like the blue Pinkerton era, there's stuff from green, there's stuff from every single era, and they're all in these individual drop boxes that you could purchase links for, and they have hundreds to thousands of songs in them, and are not even just songs like files, and like some of them are like um. Like, just repeats. tracks yeah. Like just tracks of, Like just germs of ideas Him just like Kind of like Getting down melodies And stuff Or like voice notes Of like lyrics And then you could hear Some songs That became Other songs Ah oh, like, I so, like
0: shit like that
1: So it's like Really really just wild And like I It was such a crazy thing Because I was like I They were popping up um, In sort of chunks And like you could buy A couple at a time And then the next batch Would be ready or whatever And I think now They're all available But like I seemed like a lunatic that weekend when they were coming out. My (laughs) girlfriend's like, you won't get away from your computer. I was like, yeah, but like, I just, I I, I don't know what's happening.
0: (laughs) Insert Charlie Tay conspiracy meme.
1: True. Like, that's how I felt. And then I was like, I had then like, I don't know how many thousands of songs on my computer now, but like truly like I have in the tens of thousands more than like that. And so, like, I was starting to listen to them. I was like, I don't even know where to, like, begin. And so then I was having – I had stress dreams about this, Gabrus. Like, I'm just, like, of (laughs) listening to songs I was excited to hear. (laughs)
0: Because I didn't – I was having anxiety about my favorite band putting out more things.
1: (laughs) Yes, exactly. And I was just like, I don't know what to even do with this. Because, like, you know, like, I was doing the pod, and I took a break from it. because One thing is they hadn't put out anything new. And I was like, well, this is clearly material – to cover on the show, but like <laughs> you know, you do this several times a week for your own shows. I do it like for other people's shows, yeah, yeah, and like the last thing that like I want to do sometimes is like my own shit, like which is like a bummer of quarantine, like I love to be more creative and things like that. Right. but like we recorded an episode of a one off like Beastie Boy show, which was supposed to be a whole thing, but like. I was like, I don't have the energy to do this. Like, I, like, I don't want <laughs> yeah. one. I don't want to. Two, like, I, I was listening back to it. and I was like, it's a funny conversation. It's like a good episode of what would be a full series of episodes. But I was also like, they're not the same as Weezer in that like there's not necessarily like funny th- there's like f- they have like funny lyrics and stuff and like funny things to pick about but it would be straight up like eight episodes of being like these guys fucking are the best they're so <laughs> yeah. good and that's not as Weezers a little more
0: uh, 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 Weezers fandom is a little more complicated cuz they were so openly and this is where you and I tend to disagree they were so openly not good for like, no, like a decade yeah. yeah but managed to survive it which is something all off the power i feel like like blue album came around in around when cd's were taking off mm-hmm. and then like uh the the people got into blue and pinkerton early in cd's were the generation of kazaa and limewire and downloads and yeah. listening to your winamp playlist and putting weezer on it and burning weezer i feel like
1: and accidentally th- th- downloading Weedus.
0: Yeah, downloading Weedus and Ween and uh, all the mislabeled uh, W bands. Uh,
1: Oh,
0: it's one song from the Meet the Deedles soundtrack, and we can get it. (laughs) Yes, homie, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Oh, it's Mike Hill. We found Mike Hill and Carly. Yeah. Uh, and, And so then I always feel like Weezer just, and by... They were mega talented and crushed it with their first two albums uh, and maybe like and half crushed it with their third which was still a long time right Pinkerton and Green album had a long gap
1: Yeah cuz like Pinkerton was like 96 and then I think Green came out in like 2001 cuz like they took a hiatus and then he went back to went school to Harvard. Yeah, yeah, yeah got yeah. married yeah. yeah
0: If you listen to this podcast you're well aware that I am both someone who is a stoner and constantly trying to be healthy. So for the longest time, I've been a big fan of this product, and now they are sponsors of this podcast. I'm talking about Magic Spoon, the cereal. God, cereal is one of my favorite snacks growing up. Uh, Favorite meal, breakfast, favorite snack after dinner or after school. I love having cereal, but it's As you get older, you realize, I can't eat this. I, I It's like having dessert for breakfast every day. But low carbs, low sugar. We're talking zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four net grams of carbs in each serving. Only 140 calories a serving. Keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. And now, let's talk about this variety pack. Cocoa, fruity, frosted, peanut butter, They really taste like your cereals from your childhood, but they are super nutritious. It's a super healthy cereal that brings joy to your mornings, or at least my evenings, maybe your mornings. This, for me, is a dessert now. This with a little oat milk or, you know, I'll do the fruity with a little oat milk or the peanut butter with a little whole milk. I ain't afraid of no lactose. So do yourself a favor and go to magicspoon.com slash ham. To grab a variety pack and try it today and be sure to use promo code HAM, H-A-M, as in high end mighty, at checkout to save $5 off your order. Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's back with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Remember, get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash ham and use the code HAM to save $5 off. And thank you to Magic Spoon, baby. Welcome to the world of high and mighty. They like that 5-year hiatus with just two bangers out. Yeah. And and bangers that like hit a generation uh as technology hit them. And then yes. you went all those all those kids got all those kids grew up to get fucking uh the music share Napster and all that shit. They yeah. are still downloading Weezer. Weezer's still in their mind. Weezer has like a college energy kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you can yeah. listen to it. And, and then by the time you're like, yeah, I guess there's this two, two album wonder. It's like, they dropped the green album and you're like, oh my God, they're back. Eh, it's all right. Well, that's crazy that they're back. And then like, they're dropping another. And there's another gap between green and the next one.
1: Yeah. Was, yeah. A couple of years.
0: I feel like they took gaps by accident, or at the perfect time. Like they let us marinate in their two best albums—twenty songs plus some B sides that you track down and some live yes. live shit. Like so, topping out at like thirty songs, they let you sit with that. Blue album Pinkerton were a couple years apart. They let you sit with that for like f- nine it's years. Kind a decade. of like
1: legendary status. Like if they had stopped at two, they'd be considered one of the great bands of all time, probably. Right. People would like, be like,
0: talk about them like the way they talk, yeah, people would talk about them like The Clash. I mean, The Clash is yeah. way more shit, but- uh.
1: But like, because then they kept going, and then people pretend to dislike Beverly Hills, it, 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 they have this sort of like reputation of being- um, The
0: aforementioned uh, name drop of Adam Pally was on a brief- I wasn't on it, but we were. We came up at the same time, so we were always at each other's shows. Yeah. He was on a brief Harold team named Beverly Hills that came out to that song.
1: So, <laughs> and it was kind of rad. I was kind of jealous. It, it, it kind of that does rule. That, I, I do love that. Um, I th- my thing with that song, and I've said this before. I love it. I love it too, but everybody acts like that's the moment. They're like, oh, this song. Because that was like, it had a video and it was all over MTV. So people just heard it constantly. And yeah. like, it's not unlike what, we, what happens now. Like K-Rock, I mean, at least until a couple of years ago before actually K-Rock has um, changed like, pretty yeah. significantly. <laughs> um, but like a couple of years ago, it was always like the same two Sublime songs, the same like Nirvana song, It was just like on a loop basically. And now yeah. it's a little more like... Um, uh, eclectic, I guess. But because of that video and because of that song getting so much play, everyone's like, this song sucks. But you know what happens, Gavris, at a Weezer show? They play Beverly Hills and every single person loses their fucking minds. They love yeah. it. They know every single word to that song. And it's it, good.
0: It's like a new single, so like if you're a fan, you don't want a cop to being like, but if they're gonna put it on. It it's a fucking sing along. That and that's I think that's another key to Weezer's stickiness and it's like survival is yeah good music obviously and uh, like all they're, they're ca- capable musicians like uh, yeah and arguably very talented but you can't argue that they're like oh it's they're raw and they, like there's a lot right. of thought all this shit lyrics very uh, smart, very POV of mm-hmm. Rivers and of at least a vibe that maybe a lot of people hit in the '90s and 2000s. Yes, and 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 throughout, so like they had that little connection. But I think also catchy fucking pop shit that you're like you're not pumped. Like I diehard Weezer fan, I don't skip Buddy Holly, but I don't put right. Buddy Holly on a playlist. I don't no. put Beverly Hills on a playlist. But those are objectively. Like, like, you know, my grandma might sing uh, Buddy Holly, and she's been yeah. dead for 15 years. Like, she might sing the lyrics.
1: My girlfriend's dad, who is 81 years old, knows Beverly Hills and knows it's Weezer. Like, Ex- you know what yeah, I mean? Like, exactly. it's like a thing that people, it's just like a thing. But, like, so even if, even if you, like,
0: aren't a music nerd or yeah. a Weezer fan, fucking, uh, you know, Maybe Say It Ain't So or The Sweater Song, but definitely Buddy Holly and Make Believe uh, and um, Beverly Hills are just always everyone in the world knows them. Yeah, And it's like that just keeps you alive if you have two songs uh, 15 years apart that everyone knows.
1: You've been in a Walgreens and heard Island in the Sun. Right, right. Exactly. They have that sort of I recently heard like a newer like Weezer song from like a. from on a like Trader Joe's playlist. And I <laughs> hurt, was playing like early. Yeah. <laughs> no, they were playing like, yeah, something off of one of their newer ones, Pacific Daydream. And I was like, this is I can't believe this, and I was vibing to it. My girlfriend was like, "You have to, you have to relax." <laughs> like, yeah, this is to...
0: too much at this point. I said, yeah. "No work at Trader Joe's, <laughs>
1: Matt." <laughs> and I'm like, but I gotta just ask who's who's responsible for this uh, yeah. and thank them. Um, but like,
0: you just like running around with the, your hands in the W. Who, like, who yeah. was it?
1: <laughs> but like they like you were saying there are like Rivers is a very like good guitar player and like right. he has like a bag of tricks that he doesn't always let out like he because he's like a he was like a, a hair metal like guy fan. yeah
0: he's a big kiss fan yeah. yeah so
1: he was like very into like he learned to shred early and then he kind of gave that stuff up in favor of like easy like power chords but like sometimes yeah. he like those solos are all him like he can just do all of that shit yeah he's and like uh awesome. and brian bell's obviously an incredible guitar player they've had scott uh, Shriner as their, um, bassist for 20 years. And I yeah. do consider him the bassist. Everybody likes to be like, well, Matt Sharp was the guy. And I'm like, he was on two albums and he hasn't been in the band for 25 years. Yeah. Yeah. So I, it's I, like, yeah. <laughs> <I won't laughs> yeah he got credit. Lou
0: Gehrig. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, sorry, he does. He's not, he, he and he's unbelievable. Like he's great. Yeah, so, and, 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 and is also a nice guy. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, I saw I drove up and saw Matt Sharp do an acoustic set at Skidmore College in like two thousand wow. in like two thousand and five. After I had met him
1: like been UCD. living at my mom's
0: house, it's like, let's yeah. drive up upstate and go see Matt Sharp. And it was like in a classroom. It was insane. That, <laughs> I was so drunk. We got drunk like it was a concert, and then it was yeah. like sitting in a classroom as he did like an experimental acoustic set. I was That's like, so we, we, we miss we misread this whole situation as, as he, usual.
1: Yeah, no he fucking rules. Um but like Scott's been in it for so long and Pat, I was listening to Okay Human and I've been listening to it a lot and I've been listening to it with like these headphones on like good like headphones. And Pat's drumming on this album is some of the best work I've ever heard from Pat and Pat I fucking love you man. He he's he's so good. Like he's it's so he's, it's crazy. He's been a
0: drummer for the band for like 30 years. Like, I know.
1: They've just He's still
0: killing it. They, it's crazy that these guys have been playing together for this long. There's some There's something about them. Now, did they get back together after all that stuff because of the ongoing fandom? Like it's a chicken egg thing, too, right? It's, it's like
1: it's interesting to consider, yeah, because like they like. I know that like interpersonally around the Green album, between Green and um uh, Maledroid? Maledroid. There, there was yeah, Maledroid. There was a lineup change. Mikey, a basis for the Green album, left. Like right. basically, as that album came out, so like he didn't even like tour with them, I think. And um, so like there was just like a lot of interpersonal stuff, and like they almost fully broke up. Yeah, during that time, and um,
0: from lyrics and interviews and online presence, you can kind of you know, jump to a conclusion that Rivers might be a difficult gentleman.
1: <laughs> yes, but I think... Or an intense,
0: everybody- let, let me say intense gentleman, yeah. like, to be, uh, uh, to, to not put any judgment on it. I guarantee he's like, intense.
1: Like, he has this <laughs> obsession with creating, like, a perfect pop song, and, like, that's sort of, like, his that's his driving force, is, like, is just creating and, like, has a sort of singular vision. Everybody gets input, of course, because, like, they're gonna add... Whatever they are gonna bring to the song, but like his, he's like the sole like focus. And Matt Sharp has even said because people have asked him, "Do you think Weezer would be different if you were in the band?" And he was like, "No, it would. We'd still we'd be do, if I was in the band still. We'd be doing what they're doing right now. I would just be in it, like right because Rivers is like the, the driving the force. guy. Yeah. and so like he, I don't know. It's like I guess I would listen to the guy that's doing has thousands of demos to drop like he's it seems like he's putting in a lot of uh, right he's
0: putting in he's objectively putting in the time and the effort i like if rivers dropped a, a solo thing like I, i'll follow him wherever forever oh, yeah all these those, guys but rivers alone in particular records
1: are yeah. so fun because they're like, like those are the that was him dropping demos before he built his own website so like he yeah. had like people were trying to piece together um songs from the black hole uh, which was like an abandoned concept album that they did that they were gonna do, but then they did Pinkerton. And I have to comment on this real quick. Are you drinking a squirt, my man? I wish. No, oh. I f- uh,
0: I found Polar. On, oh, okay. And this is the mango limeade flavor.
1: Okay, and it's I heard that's good. Bomb. Okay. Yeah, I have to get that. Re- yeah, I found I, saw, it on I Amazon. saw a yellow can, and I was like, I had to then just kind of stop what I was saying to say that nothing. There's nothing better than a cold squirt. Nothing. <laughs>
0: Matt, you cannot be more on brand. I've been sm- I've been smoking joints this entire interview, and you're like, "Wait a minute, was that Soda? squirt?" Hi, I host the Candy Dinner Podcast, yes. and I'm here <laughs> to interview you.
1: Yes, well, okay, Mr. So Gamers, like,
0: are you drinking a squirt?
1: <laughs> I guess it's because
0: for the listeners who might not know who Matt is, but listen to this podcast, I don't understand that Matt yeah. is. Uh, uh, we met as him being an engineer and podcaster himself yeah. at Earwolf, yeah. and. He's smaller than me, and younger than me, and cute. So we, our dynamic is a little mutt and Jeff. So I it could, doesn't yeah. sound. I don't want to sound like I'm bullying you. No, but... no, no. I could.
1: I could. Fi- I could be. You
0: manage also to always be friends with giant freaks. Like it's you that, and Iffy yeah, me. And ify, I could
1: fit in an iffy mech. Like you know what yeah. I mean. Like I could crawl inside of him and maneuver. Yeah, you him.
0: and him become a Men in Black character when you. St- yeah. Wait, exactly. Like a, here's a weird pun. You call yourself man in black when you <laughs> climb into Ify's brain and steer him.
1: <laughs> and just, like, controlling him around, and all his, Lay- all his horny toots were mine. Then. I did that to him, actually. I'm uh, the
0: horniest one around. Yeah, no.
1: I, Ify, uh, just so everybody knows, I've known him for 15 years. I've known him <laughs> for half my life. But, um... <laughs> Yeah, since you guys were kids, right? Yeah, but yeah, he was a senior when I was a freshman in high school. <laughs> um, and I became his friend then. So that either makes me very cool or iffy, whack. Um. <laughs> Ladder,
0: <laughs> it's the ladder. <laughs> what was the former? You being cool? Nope. Yeah. It's <laughs> definitely the ladder. <laughs> Would I call if he whacked to his face? As- Probably not.
1: <laughs> Unless you <laughs> want to be on my own podcast when he's yeah. not here. Fuck <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> no snitch um, tagging,
0: you fucking yeah. shitheads.
1: Oh, well, the snitch tag—one of the worst
0: things you could do. <laughs> Must be eliminated from the fucking. I hate that move.
1: I I I've been snitch tagged. And like people have then snitch tagged on my behalf. And I was like, I didn't want to see this. <laughs> like, why don't yeah. you? Well, that's what I
0: hate too. And where it's like pe- people come to your def- I don't even want people to defend me or attack me. I just, yeah. I don't want people to engage with me at all. No. I want them to just g- listen to my podcast and buy my merch. <laughs> 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 just help me make money, but leave me the fuck yeah, alone. Yeah, leave me alone. No, it's like,
1: you know, it's, it's because I was just talking about this on another show, but like a couple of bad apples truly do spoil the whole bunch. Like, I don't need to see. Shitheads talking to me, you know, at all. No, no, thank you. Yeah. And I people always,
0: it. like, when I was Gino Lombardo, I, I saw, after I saw the fucking A Quiet Place, Gino yeah. would always talk about the plot holes in that movie and, like, but how awesome. And then people would, like, snitch tag Krasinski. And it's like, he's fine. What, what is
1: that? Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, he's, first of all, he's, fi- of course, he's fine. He doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't care. He probably doesn't, he, you know, would, must know, you know what I mean, like, right?
0: Right, also, you know, uh, you know, he had like a fake uh, Twitter. What, uh, oh, what, yes, where he was defending Jack Ryan and like saying, like, Krasinski isn't a bootlicker for the CIA just because he did the show Jack
1: Ryan, it's like, yeah, <laughs> he's a bootlicker for like, the CIA, because...
0: it was all one guy, it was like, oh. You, someone talks shit about Krasinski. He's like, Krasinski, John is 6'2, John is 6'2, 245, trained with uh, special forces for the show. He w- oh, why don't you say that to his face? It's like, what a cocky, no. confident it, asshole.
1: You know, it, but it, wasn't there a basketball player who did that also, but did it from his own account on accident? Like, I think yes, there's some, yes. <laughs> Or like a
0: basketball a, coach or some shit like just that. Just very, yeah. very
1: funny. But um, <laughs> what was I? Rivers. <laughs> it's <laughs> like a it's a he's a pop guy but like yeah he's like i don't know he's he, i think he needed to flex a little bit like with this new record and was like i think this is the vibe for it and then he brought in jake who is like he's such an incredible producer and like as like a like i don't know anything about music or like how to make music at all but like <laughs> i was talking with brett who we both know brett morris from earwolf and like he was texting me about it he was like this is such like an insane and he knows how to make music and he does it well, yeah, um, like, I was,
0: I was on, uh, who charted this week yeah. and he's a co-host of that. And he, uh, for his chart, he picked a Weezer song.
1: Wow. Yeah. Cause like, oh man, I used to, he rea- he, I him. was like, yeah. it's
0: really good. Right. And he's like, I I, I might even have name dropped you. I might have even said, we're yeah. stepping on Matt's toes here. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, uh, it's really good. And he's like, yeah, the whole album is banging.
1: It's, and it's such like a, I don't know. I've, I, when I was listening to it. I was. It was like, like, I. I guess I listened to it closer to midnight, even though it dropped nine PM PST over here. But like, I was like, I'll this I wanted to keep it pure. Well, I was gonna. My <laughs> I, I plan to listen to it live on the show, and I was like, I. I'm not sleeping. I gotta listen to this bad boy, and it's. <laughs> I. I just like can't believe they pulled off such a such a swing. Like it's because like, it's like, like I was saying earlier. Like it's so crazy, but it like just really works. Like they like. And I think it's because Jake knows how to nudge the guys, like, in a specific way. Like, knows how to, like, speak Rivers a little bit. Because yeah, on she- the White Album, I remember reading an interview with Rivers and was like, yeah, Jake kind of got his way a lot on this one. But like, <laughs> And he was, like, kind of, like, you can read it as, like, kind of annoyed. Yeah, he was like, yeah. yeah. He kind of, like, smacked my hands away from the board a little bit here and there. Which um, I think like,
0: Rivers, all that's, Rivers is one of those guys who's, like, you need slightly less than final cut.
1: Yeah. Like your instincts are just a
0: little too weird and indulgent. You just need to back you need to be like one step further back. And that's yeah.
1: like you need you get just like someone to be you to need the last. Yeah. You
0: need okay oh, sick, Jake, you need someone just looking over your shoulder going Whoa! 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 whoa. Yeah, (laughs) you don't need to do this, man.
1: (laughs) And they had his other producer, uh, Susie Shin, who like is also a great producer and uh, produced the Van Weezer. uh, And I'm uh, very excited to hear how she does uh, with that too, because those sound sound they sound like Weezer songs with just like heavy guitar, like and they have always they have such a good. uh, Well, just like this,
0: just like this album sounds like Weezer songs, but with orchestral backing, and it's fucking cool.
1: It's like. What he does so well is like, I don't know how another way to describe it, but it's like hard, soft, hard, soft. Like he, like his voice is, he has like a little like choir boy voice. Like he doesn't yeah, have yeah. like a rock voice. He yeah. has like a, like a sweet voice, like a beach he has like voice. like a nerd voice. voice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But then he comes in with these, like, I mean on other albums, not this one, but like on other ones he's like shredding and like doing all this crazy stuff. And like, for some reason that as a combination, it's like, I mean, it's the same thing as like the cars or like any other yeah. sort of like band like like that. Like he, it's, it just it, works. I think,
0: and- I think going back to their stickiness a little bit too, I think, and you said, when you said like the, like the cars, it reminded me of like, they try different things. They like take swings. The songs are a little all over the place in a good way. Like if you listen to the blue album and Pinkerton, those songs that laid the ground, it's like, between El Scorcho to Buddy Holly to yeah. you know there's so many like they all have a vibe yeah. yeah and and they're not and they don't really vibe together, but they yeah. do work as an album, but they, it's not like you like you can pair up some songs be like these two are sort of in the same camp, these two are in the soft, these are in like the riff camp or whatever yes. yeah but but I feel like that's part of their like staying power and lifelong appeal is that's like their sound hasn't gone out of style cause they haven't really nailed down a sound. And it's like, maybe even f- makes more sense for them to start picking up popularity again in the 2020s because of their POV as a band and as well, a, as I like an, a and Rivers POV and like it's nerdy culture is back. And it's like, you know, yeah. like, and it's about getting your music out there. However, whether it's Dropbox demos and shit and it's about, and, and they're like, older now so like and it's like they know about they, they know they want to tour they know that's where how they can make money for life yeah. there is no touring now so i like that they're like settling into something like that's yeah, interesting like some... and and you can look at them across the 25 years and you're like yeah they never like repeat too much because their style changes and they're And that i think that's part of what always you never get burnt and so you never get burnt out on like, uh, I can't listen to another song like that. That sound is yeah, like like the way the cars change their vibe or like talking heads and shit, like those bands that people like for you know, radio like, like, yeah you that, know? yes, exactly yeah. Have like Beck, like the nerdy yeah. like energy the nerdy of like. Those are I, I I just listen to like my five favorite bands from yeah. my childhood. And it's like, wow, I see what I'm saying. Queen is another yeah. one who kind of like yeah. stadium rock songs, ballads, weird sort of like jazz songs and weird fucking it's a kind of magic. You yeah. know, just yeah. all, no, all it's
1: the, like they always like find a way to be themselves and be different at the same time. Like they right. exist in two like Their Venn diagram is not a circle. Like, it's like they're like, we are, uh, the thin sliver is Weezer, but we're also this band. We're also this other band. Yeah, Yeah, part of
0: what makes them Weezer is that they're all over the place a little bit. So, like, the the Weezer style is a lack of style. Sounds like Jeet Kune Do.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I would consider Rivers uh, one of the pioneering. uh, martial artists of the alt rock scene for <laughs> yeah. sure. I gotta um,
0: say, by the way, thank you for giving me the idea to edit out my long Bruce Lee impression I did with the voice. <laughs> oh, you were yeah, right. You know, that was
1: <laughs> I watch a producer, always a producer. So <laughs> yeah, I thank, just, hey I, you've
0: saved my ass a few times <laughs> on some Year Wolf pods. I appreciate <laughs> you saved me on this one.
1: <laughs> uh, but like they um they recently rose to prominence again too because of a cover song, like because of Africa. Like right, they, their and biggest... that's just like
0: another weird angle. And you know what? A part of what I think people dislike about Weezer, but what adds to Weezer's power and staying and staying power and, and this word stickiness that I keep saying for some reason, yeah. is their lack of shame.
1: Yes, yes, they're not because afraid to they're, be not corny. Cool.
0: Yeah, they're not cool. They're yeah, because fi- they're not cool. Because they're fought. They're Their vibe isn't, and their style isn't like, we're cool. So they've never had to be cool. So they could do the corniest thing ever, which is cover bar songs. Yeah. But it's fun. And if you like them, and you, who doesn't like the song Africa?
1: Like, it's such a funny thing, too, because they were like, it's the whitest
0: uh, shit in the world, by the way. For oh, Weezer to cover a song called "Africa" originally by the band Toto, there's it's like three levels of imperialism out. It's like almost say. a it's
1: it's this it's a stone's throw away from becoming a hate crime. Like it's it's colonization of some sort. Yeah, <laughs> it's not good. But it's like the it's so funny because like that started as like a meme. Someone on Twitter, like a, a, a young girl, a fan of Weezer was like, Weezer should cover Africa, started a Twitter account for it, right, tweeted at right. them, had like a campaign going. They saw it. They did Rosanna, which was funny. <coughs> they didn't do Africa I, I first. Yeah. So they did that first. Then they came out with Africa. And then they were just like, well, we're all like, we could probably just crank out. This whole album in a day because we're all good musicians. They will just cover up a bunch of other songs, and they did it. Like, and they're all fine. Like, you know, think what you want about that album. It's not like it's like high art or whatever. Or well, no. it's like a karaoke album that Weezer's doing. I they're... think
0: I think it'll have like really fun playlist power in like ten years. Oh yeah, we we'll like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, exactly. <laughs> hey, is this? I just like yeah. the idea. Of, like, you're like. Oh, I love this song. Who's singing this? It's like, remember when <laughs> Weezer did one cover album randomly? Yeah. yeah. Well, shouldn't speak. Maybe in 15 years, it'd be like the first of Weezer's cover trilogy. I, I you know, I, <laughs> it's coming again. It's a way to make money. These guys, there's not a lot of money to be made in single hits, in single things anymore. It's not yes. like an album will make them rich, but yeah. dropping an album every year will keep them flossing and, and I, they're just so they're just like la dudes who jam in fucking silver lake every day
1: and they're like i mean for a stretch they were giving us an album a year like for like know. four years straight we had a new weezer album every year um they become
0: like, like a blue collar band in a way like yeah they're not their albums aren't destroying but they're just they keep doing well enough that people just keep being like, yeah, make another one crazy. They're like
1: the most famous session musicians of all time. Like, they're Yeah, just like, they, yeah. People just like know who they are.
0: There's like uh, a vibe to them where it's like, yeah. you gotta see TJ and Dave do improv,
1: you know? Like, <laughs> well, those, I don't know who
0: those guys are at all. It's like they've been around for a while yeah. and inspired You've a lot. You've seen of the good- commercials. Yeah. You've seen it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and that is what it is. Like, oh, TJ and Dave, these deep artists who can do a beautiful things on stage who are... Trained a lot of the best people we all like, and then we all know them from Sonic commercials. Is yeah. a good allegory to Weezer constantly revolutionizing itself, but we all know Buddy Holly. Yeah,
1: or like <laughs> their biggest single to date is Africa. Oh, right, I for- it is. You know, oh, and like that has to sting a little. Like that's that's no fun, but like it helped what? them. It got people out to shows. You know, it got people out to shows, and now they probably. And I can't
0: believe that didn't come up earlier. It's like when I was saying like how they let us marinate for five years, hit us with another album. They fucking hit you with a cover album in the middle of fucking nowhere just to be like,
1: yeah, we did this.
0: It's a way to keep people, keep fandom alive. And there's something new about that because of how inundated the market is with just content to consume. Mm -hmm. There's something about lots of it that helps maintain fandom, as we know as podcasters and podcast producers. It's like, yeah, gotta put it out every week.
1: You yeah, just gotta put it out
0: every week. It's the it's one of the few rules is don't miss a
1: week. It's why we've seen the like streaming model of TV change in the time that it has like t- if, two times yes because like they were like here's everything at once or like first of all here's just movies here's no like no original content yeah, yeah. now here's original content and here's all of it here's an entire season of lily hammer or whatever yeah. um <laughs> and now it's like okay now we're doing it in chunks and here's a couple episodes here's a couple episodes and now i think the best ones the smartest ones are doing one they're just doing like how you used to watch tv like once a week and it keeps the the conversation going culturally it keeps like like people because the thing that's driving content now is people making memes and that sounds bad and it sounds gross but like it's true on what is this from
0: it's like it's the new water cooler it's like a global it's a global water cooler because when you'd be like this is going to date me and i'm even maybe talking about a generation older than me, but it's like, you'd be hanging out the water cooler. It'd be like the master of their domain. I did. You watch it last (laughs) night. You know what I mean? So now the modern uh, water cooler is a a meme about a Bridgerton and people are like, what is this show? Or I know this show and I get it, but if you walked up and had watched Seinfeld, you would just start slapping your leg, going master of domain, master of domain. Yeah. If you hadn't watched it, you'd be like, these five guys keep saying master of domain. I, I want to either find out what they're talking about or be included. And that's yes. like the meme, the meme works on you that way. You're like, what is this show? Oh, this, I, this handsome dude is in this show. Oh, I love, oh, that's a funny line. What show is this from? Yes. It's such a smart and move or you like- know it and you, and it's like a collective movie quote together. You know what I mean?
1: that and like every every subculture i mean because there are certain memes that are just like a ubiquitous format right that like like a drake meme or something or he's like no to something and then like yeah "Yeah, i'm on board like you could i mean people photoshop anyone's head on that and make it something from the show and like so like it's just like they take these formats and apply it to whatever the thing is and like i'm in the weezer sub reddit And there's so many funny Weezer memes. And they're funny if you like Weezer only, but like it's the thing that drives it drives fandom DMs. There's so, there's, there's, so along, fun, bro. <laughs> there's so many fun like funny ones especially Send like, right me your now Your favorites people Pop- are making alu, goo- uh, alu gobi like right now because it's like a, a dish that people didn't know existed and they're making it for dinner because the, because, because it's one song- of the
0: song titles right yeah
1: <laughs> and so if you're like i never had this before it's it's pretty good <laughs> like <laughs> that's oh.
0: awesome
1: <laughs> so like there's just so many funny things like that like and for any show like the mandalorian like anything that like is yeah. popular right now that has a ongoing conversation
0: there are I'm in that Billy Joel subreddit, and a lot of us are drinking a bottle of red and a bottle of white.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Anytime, I uh, you know, those guys probably, but the guys that did that Billy Joel show at UCB, uh, in yeah, yeah, New York, that, that show I think is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Those guys
0: are my... the best, Don Finelli and Drew, jo- Drew Johnstone, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those yeah,
1: I, yeah. that I when that show came to LA, I couldn't, I was like, I was laughing, like crying laughing. I thought the show was so funny. Are you a Billy Joel fan? I You know, I've never heard a Billy Joel song that I disliked, but I couldn't but, say that I go deep on on Billy right. Joel. But every time I hear one, I'm like, yeah, of course I fucking love this. It, it's great.
0: And again, I'm using just myself as a barometer here, but he's another one of my favorite artists. And I know yeah. I have like the Long Island connection, yeah. but he... Also is a guy who's got a bunch of different sounding songs. I mean, yeah, yes. a lot of piano, but like a lot of like this is like a ragtime song. This is a ballad. This is like a rock song. This is funny. This is a, just a list of fucked up political things that have happened. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so like I yeah, thought, I can't wait I think for the you, update. Yeah, I think you might like uh, Billy. Like if you dove in, because he's got like that desperation, but also. Desperation. He's got disparate sounding uh, stuff, yeah. and is mega talented.
1: He and he has like, got a
0: blue collar energy, even though he's like a mega star. His like vibe is the blue collar energy. That's what I, I
1: love about him. Like personally, is that like he like saves the front row for the people in the cheap seats to pull them up. Yeah, because he doesn't want to so, see fucking suits in the front row.
0: You don't have to. He does not have to do a monthly show at MSG. No. And he does, and it sells out every time. Because
1: everyone in New York loves him. <laughs> everyone in New
0: York loves him. I've been on the Long Island Railroad to and from his shows. It's the best yeah. thing you can do in your entire life. I'll scream the stops about that uh, someday. <laughs> someday that might be a good idea for me. But uh, there's something to think about, and he plans, and he books them months in advance. I. So he's not touring, but he gives people the opportunity. It's like, hey, if you're going to come to New York, the number one city in the world, maybe you should come the weekend of June 22nd if you're a Billy Joel fan. And that's how me and Tiffany were able to see him because he he did that monthly thing. Tiff and I went and saw him like April 2019 because we bought tickets at like December 2018. And it was so fucking rad. And it's like, he just does this every month. He brought Tony Bennett out for New York State of Mind. It was fucking rad. Tony was... I, Billy Joel seems so old. The whole show, and then, yeah. Then that dude came out, and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, Billy Joel's doing all right. You know what's crazy <laughs>
1: about that? It, like, this is a little different, but like, I, um, I saw Post Malone. That's probably, I think, the last concert I went to was the Post Malone concert pre-pandemic. Holy um, shit! And it was great. My girlfriend really loves Post Malone, and I, I think he's good. I so like I went him too. I, I think he's like a really. Uh, did you watch that uh, Nirvana concert that he did on YouTube? No, he did a uh, like a Nirvana like cover concert on YouTube like during the pandemic. And if it's still on YouTube, go fucking watch it because it's actually really fucking good. Like, it's uh-huh. like, he... I don't know if people are hating on him as much as they did back when he was, like, new. But, like, he, I think, is, like, a really talented, like, cool guy. Yeah, um, I believe it. But, like, he brought out Ozzy for that song that he does with Ozzy on his most recent record. And <laughs> I was, like this doesn't seem safe for Ozzy. <laughs> I was like, I, it was like, they like truly wheeled him out. And I was like, they shouldn't have done this. Like it, it felt like it, it, I just felt bad for Ozzy seeing him. And we were sitting from far away and I was like, he looks hurt. Like <laughs> they shouldn't have done this to him. <laughs> he ain't a bad a long time ago. Let this man rest. <laughs> oh,
0: fuck Apataka, dude. It was so fun catching up, man. I'm I know. I'm so miss, glad we have Weezer to talk about. I know. Dude.
1: I I truly miss seeing like you and like everybody would see her at work all the time because it was like such like a like you know we're working there and stuff. But there's like a fun hang atmosphere. So like if like you were like in the lab, if I heard you coming in, I'll be like, oh, I'm gonna go shoot this shit with Gaber's for like five minutes and like yeah, I, like I can't. And you worked like, in BS. the you
0: worked in the office in the studio, so you yeah. had coworkers. Think yeah. about the flip of that for for all those people like. I don't have coworkers, so like I never my small talk. My small talk, my uh, work colleagues are guys like you, Brett, and Josh and Dana, who I would see scooping through, and I'd be like, "Those are my work buds." Or like Fernie and Berg leaving ask uh, leaving their show as I go to Ask Cat, and it's like, "Hey, bullshit, bullshit, bullshit." That's my water cooler talk, and I didn't realize like. You know, we wouldn't be like, yeah, me and Apataka text. were like, oh, yo, you want to grab yeah. dinner? We, that's not our level of friendship. But yeah. at the same time, it's like, do I miss seeing these guys? Like, I miss seeing the Earwolf people. I miss I seeing know. fucking tugboat. I miss seeing. I miss seeing the engineers. I miss. I miss Brett hanging with Brett and Josh. I miss it, fucking hovering over your desk and bullying you. <laughs> you, you know,
1: <laughs> it, I, I I've said this like off mic to a bunch of people, but the thing that I miss saying the most is like. During quarantine, is all right. Well, I better get back to it. Cause, like, there's yeah. no, there's no, like, reason to bullshit. Like, there's I, no, I, I miss bullshitting for like 10 minutes and being like, I guess I technically am working. I better get back to my desk.
0: Well, it's um, nice when bullshit is a break from life, but now yes. life is
1: bullshit. Yeah, dude, <laughs> put that on a fucking t shirt, dude.
0: Bro, That's... check out com slash shirts for more info.
1: <laughs> but no, it's like, when this is all over, everyone's, I mean, everyone's gonna be doing this but like we're all gonna transition to like uncomfortably long hugs for a while you know oh, it's gonna be weird yeah it's gonna be <laughs> fucking
0: weird it's gonna be like a reunion for like three months
1: yes yeah it's, it's gonna, gonna, gonna be like a reunion you're run but... into people you like didn't see in the first chunk of it so like, right, you're gonna, right. like it's gonna come in waves people are gonna be coming back to LA and yeah like you're gonna be like oh shit like hey look it's you hey <laughs> <laughs>
0: Holy shit, you're fat. <laughs> yeah, what happened? Oh, my God. Dear God. Lacey, yeah, that's what happened? Yeah, that's damn saying, like, talking to me. Yeah, holy shit, you're a beast. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Something bad would happen. Uh, Matt, t- tell the shitheads where they can find uh, more, if they want to hear more Weezer stuff or the other stuff you- you're doing over there.
1: All right. Listen up, shitheads. Um, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Matt Matt Apodaca. You can uh, follow my... You can listen to my podcast, What's With These Homies Talking About Weezer, available wherever you get podcasts, such as this one. Yeah, just uh,
0: open the app right now and subscribe. You don't even have to listen. Just yeah, subscribe depending on what, and download a bunch of episodes, then chill. De-
1: depending on what app you're using, it's going to either work or not. Um, <laughs> right, and, fair enough. <laughs> have fun. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, user beware. But uh, it's there. There's episodes. Gaber's did it. Scott Ackerman did it. Uh, Chris Ferrand A bunch of fun, cool people did the show. Yeah. Um, and I'm very thankful for it. And... Uh, Listen to that. Candy Dinner is there, too. It's me and Ify Wadiway. We haven't done a podcast this entire time, but we constantly threatening <laughs> each other with doing it, so who knows? Uh, <laughs> and uh, you're on, uh,
0: how did this get played as well? On the, Yeah, right? how did this like, get
1: played with Nick and Heather, uh, Nick Weiger and Heather M. Campbell we talked about. Uh, it started off as mostly just bad video games, and then it became like weird video games, and now it's just sort of like... Uh, this kind of fits, like yeah. <laughs> kind of I've stuff.
0: done a, I've done an episode, uh, uh, the semen episode. So yeah, if you also fan... did
1: everything, which was a weird, uh, oh Alan yeah, Lodge video game. Oh hell
0: yeah, uh, hell yeah.
1: So check those out because Gabrus is uh, the funniest dude of yeah.
0: Time. I mean, if you're listening to this podcast and you at all like me and Matt, great easy transition, jump to that episode, then maybe you get hooked on those. But if you listen to this podcast and you don't know, like Nick Weiger's podcast, uh, (laughs) I don't understand your uh, priorities. (laughs) Uh, I'm at Gabris on all social media. My other podcast is the Action Boys. It's a Patreon, but we have a few free episodes out right now. So you can search wherever you get podcasts, listen to them there. Uh, Also the Gino Lombardo show is on Stitcher premium Uh, promo code Gino for one free month. There are a few episodes out there around the Earwolf Presents. Uh, you can find it that way If just to listen to a couple or pay for it, listen to them all, and cancel within a month. Don't you do it. Because it's
1: like, I mean, I think that show is such a, I'm like jealous that I don't make it because it's like, it's such a feat. It's such a great, great show.
0: It's like truly one of the best things I've ever put out there. <laughs> and like Brett and Josh are like insanely talented. And like the three of us have gotten into a real groove in shorthand and we all are fans of talk radio, so like yeah. a lot of our like parody and like love for it comes from comes from the heart. So I mean, Josh used to work in talk radio, yeah. At so like for that's, a long time.
1: that's who you want making the parody stuff is like the right, people yeah, who actually people, love it. So go yeah. fucking listen to
0: it. Yeah. And it's fucking a good time. we have some crazy ass guests. We have the real Anthony Scaramucci was on
1: an episode. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I didn't hear I, about have that. Have I plugged
0: that enough on this? <laughs> I should say like I <laughs> fucking Scaramucci was on my fucking, the real Scaramucci as himself. And I was Gino Lombardo and it got dicey.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: so check out Matt's pods, check out my pods. And as always, bye shitheads.
1: I, 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 I am I am that was a headgum podcast in a part of the world. Where there are no rules.
0: Holy shit. Holy shit, guys, Holy I'm so pumped. I definitely have not watched this since I rented it on VHS in '92. Strangers united by the threat of death. We got all the fucking major players. cigar. Vladimir Putin is a good man. Arnold. You're calm. Give it to me. I need you to cream pie me now. Stallone. People are loving this movie. See, I see. It's got a lot of heart. you mentally irregular. <laughs> now. town. You wake up after a few years and then you don't even know who you are anymore. We're going to be making Terminators. We're <laughs> going to make a really great deal with the Xenomorphs. <laughs> <zero motors>. What? <laughs> I don't hate them, but I've been in a room. Here. Yes, I understand. This is now the 20th ending of the movie. <laughs> I'm Dark. I'm your dad. Action, boys. Boys will be boys. Subscribe here for bonus content and more free stuff from behind the paywall.